You're now tuned into the Lit Podcast. Keep it locked. If I could start my life over, go back into time, I would fix every wrong, change every line. Do it the right way, the better way, love a little more. Faith is the key that opens up our doors. If I can let go of the past and reach for my future, I need the most high directing me of my future when I lay the rest. My pain will be over. I wish sometimes I can start my life all over. Amen, amen. Father, we just thank you for this day. We just thank you for your presence, your your goodness, your kindness, your strength, Lord God. Thank you for waking up, uh, waking us up this morning, Lord God. As we fellowship around your word, Lord God, I just pray for clarity, Lord God, and understanding, Lord God, to hit the minds of the believers, Lord God. And we have great dialogue, Lord God. And as we speak on your word and as we fellowship and we just you know, bask in your glory, Lord God. I just thank you for deliverance, Lord God, in the lives of, of the believers, Lord God. And I ask it all in Jesus' name. Decrease me and you increase. I step back and you step forward. In Jesus' name, amen. I know we've been talking about um, storms lately. But um, the spirit of the Lord really put uh, on my heart and we was discussing about talking about healing, because whether we realize or not, we are in a healing season. God is doing a miraculous work in the li- in the lives of the believers. We have to just keep on pushing and we have to keep on believing in his healing power. And so when you think about healing, you think about, you know, the Webster's different definition to talk about the process of making one healthy again. That's pretty much only the physical healing. But when you think about different uh, aspects of uh, healing as, you know, as um, three things that God really has shown me is talking about healing from our um, past healing from disappointments, and also healing from the mindset, because those things are very important in the um, lives of believers, especially to move forward in life. When I think about um, healing from my past, I think about the shirt that I have. It says that my, my past is not my future. And when every time I think about that, my past is not my future, that reminds me of when I used to hang around these different people and when I started to change and started to do more for God, they will always remind me of, yo, remember you used to be like this and why are you trying to act like this? Now, if I wasn't healed from my past, I would allow those words you know, from those people to draw me right back on in. So it's like you got to have healing from your past because every everything happens for a reason. You know, something might happen, you know, might have been traumatic in your life. 
something, you know, might have, you know, caused you to, you know, go down the wrong path at, you know, one point of time. But guess what? Your past is not your future. When you get that sink down into your spirit, your past is not your future. You will be able to move forward, especially in life. We're going to go to the scripture, Hebrews 8 and 12. Hebrews 8 and 12. And see, when you think about your past not being your future, you got to remember that God has forgiven you for your past. He's forgiven you from your past. Hebrews 8 and 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. So when you think about this, if God has forgotten about the wrong things that you've done, the mistakes that you have made, the, you know, maybe the people that you have hurt, all of the conflict that you might have caused. And he, if he can forgive and forget all of that, guess what? You have to do the same thing. There's so many times that we go by we live in life and we're holding on to what happened in the past or what we did. We sometimes we are condemning ourselves. And in those times, we got to get healing from that. So we got to keep on reminding ourselves that our past is not our future because God has already forgiven us from the stuff that happened in the past and he already forgot. We're going to turn to the scripture in Micah 7, 18 through 19. Micah 7, 18 through 19. And the word of God says, who is a God like you, pardoning iniquities, which is in the mind and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? That's the, the actual actions. He does not retain his anger forever. Now, when you think about it, when you break that down in the Old Testament, if you did something wrong, I mean, God was destroying on sight. It was, you know, you have to do a lot of sacrificing and a lot of um, ceremonies just to pretty much, you know, get forgiveness, uh, have forgiveness in God's sight during that time. But because he delights in mercy, he will again have compassion on us. See, God has compassion on us on a day to day basis. We have to remember that and we have to let that sink down in our spirit that he has mercy. He has compassion. He has goodness, you know, on our side and he will subdue our iniquities and he will cast all of our sins into the depths of the sea. So just imagine all of the stuff that you might have done in the past that whoever you hurt or whatever happened, imagine the father taking all of that, grabbing it by his hand metaphorically and just throwing it into the sea and it's sinking down to the bottom. 
And guess what? You're not going to go down there and die for it. So when God, when you look at, when you look at that scripture, it is imagine God doing that to your past. See, your, see also your past is your testimony. Now, see, now there's nothing wrong with telling your testimony. But when you're telling your testimony and people are trying to come at you and saying that, hey, you used to be like that and it not affect you. That means that you are truly healed in that area. That's because God had reached down, grabbed all of that negative stuff that happened in the past and he threw it into the sea and it sank to the bottom. <laughs> you got to love it. You got to love how God has his grace and his mercy towards us on a day to day basis. And the one thing that we don't want to do is condemn ourselves. One thing we don't want to do is condemn ourselves. Like me personally, um, I used to condemn myself a lot, especially for, um, you know, events that happened a few years ago. I, I really condemned myself. I put myself down. I was very insecure. I was very stressed out about the situation. And that was something that was not in, you know, in my control. But I really put myself down and God had to really just tell me, it was like, you know what? That's in your past. So why are you dwelling on it now? Most people that keep dwelling on their past, they end up, you know, defeating themselves. And they don't wonder why, because they keep focusing on that, those past situations. So if anybody on the call tonight, we're just going to talk a little bit. Has anybody have healing from their past or anybody that dealt with uh, condemnation or anybody just want to say uh, quick words or encouraging words on how God healed them from their past? The floor is open. You know, I, uh, I really, uh, really enjoyed uh, what, you, uh, what you're saying here. And, uh, you know, uh, looking at the scripture here, like what you was just talking about, even in Micah 7, it says, he will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. And thou will, will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. And, you know, just looking at that, at that scripture right there, you know, how God remembers those things no more. And, you know, it, it's something you, 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 uh, you said a, a, a word right in there. You said, will we go back into the sea? Will we go into the sea where God has thrown that thing away? Will we actually go out there into the sea and go and dig for that thing? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something... Because a lot of times when we've been hurt or we've been wounded or whatever the case may be, sometimes it is so easily said than done. And we find that it's a struggle to forget that past. It's, it's a struggle to, to, to not go into that old, old sin that, that you have overcame. It, 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 it's, it, it can be a struggle. And so when you have those things in your mind that keep battling and it, and it, and it continues to battle, whatever that situation is, it is 
a lot of times we, we, we thought we got over something until that thing show its face again. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's why we got to really fast and pray. We got to really uh, pray that we are delivered from that thing. We got to really pray for if it's a person that hurt us, we got to pray uh, for that situation. We got to pray for that person, you know, and when we find ourselves actually getting down and praying for that thing and, or praying for that person or that situation, we find that we can overcome it. We find that we can overcome it and we don't dwell in it. And the more we pray and the more we, we, we just well before God mm-hmm. and we give that to him, we, be, we begin to feel a breakthrough. We begin to feel the burden lifted up off of us. And, you know, and that's where that healing comes from. And it reminds me even... Even in the scripture, uh, I think it's in uh, 2 Corinthians 7 and 14, it's, you know, it talks about uh, 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 any man, anyone that's called by my name will humble himself. So when we begin to humble ourselves in him and we turn from our wicked ways. And, and you know, when God, he comes in and he heals. But if somebody done wronged us and we, don't, and we keep holding on to some of these things, and we continue to go back and pick that thing up and pick that thing up. That's like going into the sea and you try to dig something up that God has already forgiven. We don't ask for forgiveness, but did you really mean it? Did you really mean it in your heart? Or was we just actually giving God lip service? And sometimes we can actually mean something, but it seemed like we, we, we continue to want to sob in our in our past and that's why uh we got to get past our past i think that was something that you was talking about earlier you was talking about the past versus the future we got to get past that past and sometimes it can be so hard to get past that past when you see the people or the one that abused you or hurt you or or spoke something against you right here in your future right here in your present Sometimes we can dwell on all those things and it seems like all those emotions can come right back up and it can cause some hurt. We got to watch the word that we speak towards one another, mm-hmm. that we do not sow discord, that we love one another. And you know what? And, and, and it's something that uh, I really enjoy what you said, uh, Mr. Derek, because one thing about it is uh, a lot of times it, it can be so hard to get over things, especially when it's loved ones, when it's family, people that, 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 that you grew up with, people that, that, that may be your sibling or, or people that, 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 that you know uh, that, that, that you've been friends with for a long time. And sometimes when somebody done wronged you, it, it can be so hard to get over those things. Because it, 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 it can, uh, it, it, it's like when you got a cut, and yes, you done got healed from that cut, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden you look at that cut and you, you be like, man, I remember that pain. I remember what happened. And some of those, some of those bruises we can remember. But then I got some stuff that's on me, and I know that it's but I'm like, I don't know where that cup came from. I, I see it, but 
I don't even know what that's about, mm-hmm. and I don't even care. And, and that's how you know you done been healed from that thing emotionally. When you can go talk about it freely. I think uh, uh, we talked on last week, we was talking about the testimony, how uh, when we overcome our testimony, when we overcome things, and how it, it can be a testimony for us. So when we have that testimony, that's showing that we have overcome that thing, we have been healed from that thing, and we can help somebody else and begin to pull them out because we have been through something. And something that we go through is because of, you know what? God is trying to use that for a testimony. The enemy might came in and brought something, but just because the enemy came and brought something, God brought deliverance. Amen. So, it, it, and then we like, man, I'm ready for this thing to be over with. I'm ready for it to be over with. And I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there before I go into something else. Anybody else uh, want to uh, speak? The floor is open. All right, we're going to go to uh, point number two. When, it, when we're in healing season... Sometimes we have to get healing or we have been healed of disappointments. Disappointments can uh, be tough. Like uh, my testimony as far as disappointments, I had to really just pray on this because last year I got my opportunity to uh, work in the IT department at the uh, post office. And so I was happy. I was like, I'm not doing much work. I was making more money. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, actually around this time last year, you know, they pretty much told me that I'm not working there. I'm got to go back to carrying mail. And I was disappointed, disappointed for a while because I feel like, OK, I know I might have, you know, messed up in some areas because I wasn't, you know, catching up to speed right away. But I was working on getting better and I'm getting better and I felt so disappointed and I was looking for different jobs, but nobody is really hiring in that IT field. And then I got dealing with these injuries. And I was like, man, if I'd have just stayed in that department, even if I, even with the situation I'm going through right now, I could still go back to doing something a little less work. And it's something that I also got my degree for. So God had to really work on me when it comes to disappointments. There's this quote, disappointment is a part of life, but you do not have to let it rule your life. Disappointment is a part of life, but you don't have, you do not have to let it rule your life. Like disappointment is going to come, you know, whether we like it or not. You know, people are going to disappoint us. You know, there might be some opportunities that we missed. But instead of really us, you know, dwelling on it and, you know, saying, woe is me. Um, uh, well, I, I knew I was skilled enough in condemning ourselves. We got to say, OK, Lord, it might not be that the right time in this season because there is different. There is these different seasons. And so if we're not in this correct season, that disappointment you know, we might think it hurt us, but guess what? It helped us. And that's, and now I had to get to that point where, okay, it might've stung. It might stung a little bit. It might kind of hurt a lot, but it 
help me in the long run because I actually have the time to get inside his word, to get inside his presence. But during that time, I'm, I'm not too fond of this disappointment. And so when it comes to uh, disappointments, um, we also got to remember that God has our back. God has our back in each and every um, way of life. Psalm 118, verse 5 through 6. Psalm 118, verse 5 through 6. The word of the Lord says, I will call on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? So when when you're when you're looking at, okay, man might have knocked me down. Man might have caused me to have this setback. You got to realize that when you call on the Lord, even in your distress, he will answer you. You got to really be able to hear him. And sometimes when he speaks to you, it might not be what you really want to hear, but it's also going to help you in the situation that you're going through. Because the Bible talks about him ordering our steps in, you know, in his word. When, when he is ordering our steps, he's that GPS, you know, like we spoke before, he will lead and guide us into those right places and where we need to be in life. So even when we do have those disappointments, it's still going to work out for our good according to his his purpose in Romans uh, 8 and 28. So it's like like you you may be struggling with disappointment, but God is with you. When we when we get that into our head that okay, they might not I might not got their promotion even though I know I'm qualified. Even though the person that they gave it to, they know that that person is not qualified and that person is just a family member. You got to realize that God is with you wherever you go. So we also we also got to get to a point in life where in this healing season that God heals us from disappointments. So anybody want to chime in on uh, talking about disappointments that they've had in their life or healing from disappointments. I would say, um, Minister Derek, this is really good, um, what you're talking about, even with the healing from disappointments, because we don't realize that, you know, that healing takes place in all aspects and areas of our life. And even um, talking about disappointments, the first thing when you start talking about that, I started thinking about when me and my husband used to go to go and eat, um, back in the day, and he would always, if his meal wasn't the way, or if it wasn't the amount of food he thought was going to be on there, or whatever, or the, if the meat was skimpy, if he ordered fish or something was skimpy, he would say, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> you know, he would always say, that hurt his feelings. So in other words, he was disappointed about what was presented before him, and he would say it hurt. And so there was, you know, it, you know that was just a little example, but how even so I didn't think about that, but how you're bringing that out as far as you have to be healed, not in his case, but in disappointments, it takes 
it's a healing from those disappointments because the people are hurt over disappointments. And, you know, it helped me to think about, you know, I, when you was talking, I said, okay, what areas in my life that God had to heal me from disappointments? And I thought, you know, that I really don't think about it too much now or too often because, uh, you know, I'm in a place, you know, where I don't, you know, I don't think about it, but God's still healing. God is still doing it, even though we don't even sometimes recognize that it's God that's keeping us in where mm -hmm. we're at. So in things like if God, like I like how you talk about the GPS system, because God has a design and a good and perfect will for all of our lives. And if we, you know, follow the will that God has for us and stay on that path, but sometimes instead of staying on that path, sometimes it's easy to, to drip, drift off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God already said, you know, just go straight. But if I look to right, you know, this is something right here that I'm wanting. And sometimes I go after that thing that I'm wanting and the door don't be open for it and it be a disappointment. And, and sometimes God is trying to veer us back because of he's keeping us from things. You know, whenever we be praying that God keep me from danger seen and unseen. God keep me and protect me from the sickness and disease. Well, sometimes the disappointments come because I'm trying to go to something that may be something that's dangerous. I'm trying to go to something that may cause sickness or disease. And God allowed me to recognize now that even whenever God says no, that God still knows what's best for me. Whenever God says no, maybe it don't. So how he heals me from those disappointments is I think that God knows what's best. You know what, maybe this, like you said, that maybe this wasn't the season for it. Maybe God is keeping me from something. So he heals me from those disappointments by not thinking about what I want and my will, but allowing me to focus on his will. And the more I read God's word and I understand his will and I pray and ask God to align my will with his will, then those are healings from those disappointments. Those are healings that now I'm not sitting here dwelling on um, um, whatever it is, I was just talking to somebody earlier today, and I said, you know what, I got this thing right here in my spirit. I said, but the thing is, I, I, I left everything else alone because of this one thing is in my spirit. But I told her, I said, I prayed and asked God, God, if this is not your will, that you move it out. Because if I have that mindset to think that God, if this, if, if, to think on God's will, then I'm not easily disappointed so i think that we can be healed from disappointments by even by us recognizing god is this your will for me mm -hmm. and if this is not your will god you move it out and then we won't be so easily disappointed whenever we go for something and then the answer is no so whenever we focus on god's will we, we're able to to be able to to heal and be able to overcome i'm gonna say overcome those disappointments that come our way. Uh, can y'all hear me? I was having a computer issue. Okay, beautiful. You know, uh, we first we have to. Um, I want to. I don't know what I missed out earlier, but we have to accept the uh, healing. You know, a lot of times we don't want to accept the healing that God is trying to do in the way that He's trying to do it. You know, a lot of times we want God to do something that. Uh, um, the way we want him to do it and we don't want to accept the way he do it he, he's healing we don't want to accept that way you know maybe he wants to sit down for a little bit in order to heal 
how he wanted speedy healing. He made a speedy healing process. And, and you know, God has his timing for a purpose. And a lot of times we don't want to accept the way God is trying to do something for us. And, and, and we, we get impatient. Sometimes we get in a hurry or we get frustrated. And, and what, what we end up doing is causing ourselves more damage because we're not accepting to what God is trying to do for us. You know, it's almost like you have um, two children and they get into an argument or a fight. Or one of them hit the other one and they go and they go tell mom, uh, he hit me. And, and that other child is expecting you to, you normally spank them. And they're expecting you to give a spanking. Now, all you do is just tell them, uh, we're going to tell your brother you're sorry. And were you not going to whoop him? You whoop me when I hit him, whenever I had hit him. No, y'all just hug and tell him you're sorry. And sometimes, like a child, we are hold on to that anger. And we are hold on to that disappointment too long. If a child hold on to this, like a, just to, we're all like children, we hold on to it too long, then it becomes a grudge. Look at Cain and Abel. All because uh, uh, God accepted a gift. Now, uh, and, and so we hold on to things, and it becomes a grudge. And so we got to let go of these past disappointments, these past hurt, things that people have done to us. Because what it is, is it's eating you up inside. It's cancer. It's, a, it's in the mind. It's cancer. So it starts in your mind. That, that, that disappointment is all starting in your mind. All from a thought. I'm not happy. When God said, just forgive and you'll be, no, I can't forgive. God said, well, just, just go, go work with that person or, or just let it go. No, I can't let that go. I, 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 I got to speak my mind. Mm-hmm. And because of, and, and your healing probably if you went and did beat up, beat it right away. But sometimes we just want to do it the way we want to do it, not the way God is telling us. And so now you have this cancer that's working in your mind. Cancer. The disappointment is cancer. And, and, and because you don't want to uh, uh, go and forgive, you don't want to accept the healing that God is doing, now we start having body aches. Now we start having sickness that come up all from the mind. This is all stimulating from the mind. All, all of a sudden, uh, 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 we get stressed out every time uh, uh, we think about the disappointment we have. All of a sudden, we get angry if you think about the disappointment we have. And all those cortisone and all this stuff is, is, is causing you, you all kind of problems with your body. Before, you didn't have high blood pressure, but now you're having a problem with high blood pressure. All because you didn't want to forgive. Or all because you didn't want to let this disappointment go when God told you to move on. You know, we, we cause ourselves a lot of sickness from physical sickness from disobedience even mental sickness from disobedience so that's why it's good to be obedient and 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 and, and you know God's way is not our, like our way he know how we, each and every one of us have to be healed he know how we need to be healed see if my uh, sister Harris may need to be healed a different way than I do you know minister Samuel may may be healed another way than I do you know sometimes God might have to like the guy I was talking to uh, the other day that broke his neck uh, and he was paralyzed. He said it took him 10 years, 10 years to be able to forgive his whole family, 10 years. Mm-hmm. But God had to sit him in a hospital for 10 years, you know. So everybody got their own. And he said if he would have went, and I like what he had told me. Well, I hate that he went through what he went through. But he said if he would have went and forgave 
the same day when God him to, that grudge wouldn't have built up so so much. Sometimes we just because we don't forgive right away, we and all of a sudden a wall would build up so thick mm-hmm. and so strong. It, it, it takes something crazy that that uh, or to break that wall down. You know, and he said he did not want to forgive. He began to have anger. He began to start uh, uh, wanting to fight everybody. He, his whole temperament changed. All because of uh, unforgiveness that happened whenever he was little. All from unforgiveness. So we have to forgive and, and accept the way that God is doing the healing process. We got to accept the way what God is doing in our life. Go ahead, uh, but I want to take over the whole thing. <laughs> Anybody else want to um, speak about um, healing and uh, disappointments? And just real quick, uh, Mr. Um, Selman, um, I like what um, Pastor Wiles was saying um, as far as um, accepting what healing um, that God gives because sometimes we're disappointed like by the way the healing comes and when he was saying that it made me think in the Bible about Naaman whenever Naaman um, was in need of the healing and God I mean Jesus was giving him instructions to go and dip in the Jordan River well he was disappointed by the type of healing that God was giving him and so many times what we don't do is we don't accept what God the way that God thinks that I mean the way that God gives us to heal we think that we we have it worked out the way it's supposed to work. And, you know, I was ministering to someone earlier, and I was telling them, I said, um, I told them to go into something that they need to do with the open mind. I said, you don't know what God's working out in somebody else. I said, so many times, I said, God tried to bring healing, and he does it in unusual and unordinary ways. But we think that because of, with our own human nature and the way that we think things ought to be, that we don't think that God can do it. And what we do, we're disappointed is because we put God in a box and we and we become the God and we tell God how we're supposed to heal. And so that's where our disappointment comes in from is because we're disappointed whenever God has a design, like um, Pastor Ross said, a unique design that he wants to heal each of us, individuals, where, you know, I was thinking in my classes I'm taking, I have to, I had to observe, um, some AA counseling uh, meetings. So I had to attend some AA sessions and I was listening to the people and looking at how, and you know what I was thinking, you know, all of these are either struggling or recovering um, addicts, but I was looking at, you know, sometimes we can preach to people and we can tell them, you know, God can just take the tape, God can do this. You know, that's true. But in our, in our teachings, we got to see how does God want to heal this individual? Do you need to go to the hospital and is he going to use the doctors to heal you? Do you need to go to the counseling because he's going to use the counseling? But sometimes what happens is we get disappointed in the way and we want to tell God, no, all you got to do is just touch me or speak the word and, and I'm healed. And we're disappointed because of God says, no, you I, I, in your healing I see where you need to be humble. So mm-hmm. if you go and dip in the Jordan River or in your healing, I see where you need patience. So right now you're going to wait up on the Lord in this healing or in your healing, you know, I need to move out pride. So sometimes God does a twofold thing and we get disappointed and we set the healing down and we decide to go through the suffering. And, mm-hmm. and we got to realize that we can't place God in the box that we got to allow God to be God. And then we'll be able to not have to have those disappointments and be able to accept the healing that he's given us. 
And I say this real quick. All right. I'm gonna add on to what Sister Harris said. You know, one of my uh, biggest mistakes I made was not accepting. Uh, um, I was hurting. Not a, uh, I needed a job really bad, but the person who offered me a job was my enemy. He offered me, and I knew that person talked bad about me. And I said, I'd rather struggle than take a job from you. And and my uh, and he, he was like, well, we're hiring. And this person talked bad about me. And I, and I told him, I'd rather struggle. And I didn't realize, I wasn't in church then, but I didn't realize that God was uh, uh, trying to help me out of my, uh, uh, my struggle and also work on our process with me and, me and that fellow. Mm-hmm. And and I, I struggled. I did for three years. All because I didn't accept the, the healing, the, the, the thing that what God was trying to do. And, I, and, and sometimes we, we get where, well, I won't accept nothing from my enemy. Or you talked about me, I'm not going to take nothing from you. Or or it'll be a cold day before I take, you know, anything from you. And, and, and we get this mindset that, you know, just because somebody did us wrong, or hurt us, now we can't accept uh, forgiveness. Or we can't accept uh, anything that, you know, God may be using them to bless us. You know, the Bible talks about how God uses the enemy to bless us. And, 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 and we don't want to, like Sister Harris was saying, we don't want to accept the way God is trying to bless us. Or we don't want to accept the way God is trying to heal And so we got to, uh, first we got to be aware, you know, of when we're like this. You know, we gotta we gotta open our eyes. Tell God, Lord, open our open my eyes so I can see. You know that, and that's a big problem with a lot of people. They're not even they they don't even see the the wrong that they're doing. And, and so we gotta be aware. You know that I always pray, God, open my eyes, open my eyes so I can so I can see what's going on. So we gotta be aware of the things what's going on and and uh, and and accept the healing the healing process, whether it's from my enemy. Whether it's from uh, people that talk about it, whether it's from a friend, we got to step the way God is doing. Um, I'm done. Anybody else want to uh, chime in? So lastly, and we already pretty much discussed about when it comes to healing, it's in the mind. You know, if you kind of make up your mind, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you want me to do. And therefore, that's when that healing process starts. There are so many stories in the Bible where, you know, people was hard headed. They didn't do it at first. But once they got to where they say, you know what, not my will, but your will be done. That's when God's power started to move because they got out of their flesh. You know, most of the times when it comes to healing in our mindset, you know, we're in we're in the flesh. We're we're disappointed. We're mad at what's going on. Just like uh, Minister Wiles was just saying, he's like, ain't no way I'm going to take a job from my enemy, especially if he talked bad about me. We, he was in his flesh and he was like, no, ain't no way. But he struggled and see God was going to do something miraculous. But when we're in our flesh, we do not see that. Um, Romans 8, 5 through 6. Romans 8, 5 through 6. The word of the Lord says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the the things of the flesh. 
but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. Or say whoever those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death. But for to those to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So when you are spiritually minded, there is life and peace. And that's what we need in this time of healing in our minds. We have to really when it's come to having that healing mindset and like, Lord, you you forgiven me for my past. You you stripped away those disappointments and I don't you know, they are all in the sea of forgiveness. And you really cleared my mind. So now I have this life and peace. I'm able to move forward and to do what God wants me to do. Like we can overcome other obstacles. But if we do not change our mindset, we will risk the change or reverting back. Yo, we can we can overcome all of those different obstacles. But if we don't have that mindset, we're going to revert right back to what happened. That's what you call relapse. When you, you think um, um, Pastor um, Tiffany was talking, you know, talking about AA. So when you think about it, like they they are in there because, you know, it's uh, substance abuse. And so if they don't get if they don't change their mindset and say, you know what, I'm going to go through this program. Um, I've, I've been I've been wanting to get clean for a while. I'm, I'm tired of, you know, spending all my money on alcohol, um, cigarettes, um, paraphernalia. I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of, you know, hurting my family. I'm tired of hurting, you know, friends. I'm tired of not being able to get a job because I'm dealing with this stuff. And they're getting to the point where they're in that 12 step program and they're pushing forward. But if they do not get their mind, if they do not renew their mind to where it's spiritual and they stay focused on God, just like in that tu- in that tunnel and really focus on him, guess what? They're going to end up reverting backwards. So it's like they might have overcome the obstacle and say, hey, I'm not drinking. I'm not. I haven't been drinking for a couple of weeks. I haven't been smoking for a couple of weeks. They move past those um, those obstacles. But sometimes the devil would like to he would throw some decoys in that way. He would throw some people in that way. You say, you know what? I'm on a road to recovery. I'm going to push forward. I'm not going to look at some of that stuff. I would, you know, that's, that's not meaning me no good. I'm not going to converse around those different people that's talking negative. I'm not going to, you know, indulge myself in, you know, stuff that's not going to help me move forward. But if, when, if the enemy throws those decoys in your way, Guess what? You will end up reverting back because if you do not have the the right mindset, you know, second Corinthians 10 and 15, I mean, 10 and five, second Corinthians 10 and five. The word of God says casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing everything, every thought 
into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So when that's what that's one of the steps that you have to do when you're trying to renew your mind, you got to cast down those different arguments that you have in your head when it's always, you know, you always get an illustration about this side right here is the devil on the shoulder and then you got the angel on this side right here. And so you got the, the devil saying, hey, are you going to let that person talk to you like that? Are you going to let that person, you know, really push you? Oh, nah, man, you already know what you got to do. You got to go ahead and get with them. You got to just like Minister Wiles was saying, you got to let them, you know, speak what's on, say what's on your mind. You got to let them know. You got to let them know that you ain't no punk. You got to let them know that. But then you got the angel over here saying, hey, I don't think you need to do that because you never know what that person is capable of. And so... When casting down those arguments, those those things that uh, hits in our flesh on a day to day basis, like you, it, they're two different voices. But when you're focusing on one voice more than the other, the voice that you are focusing on, that's where your mindset is going to be on. So if you're focusing on that devil that's all in your ear, guess what? You're going to go devil level. But if you're focusing on what God is trying to tell you, saying, hey, I think you want to just turn around and kind of forgive it, forget about it, because guess what? God, you never know. That person might have a weapon on them and you're trying to go big, bad and bold and run up on them. And they might do something to harm or kill you because you want to, you know, you want to let that person know what's on your mind and how you feel. So casting down those arguments and, you know, it also says. And every high thing that exalts itself of the knowledge of God, that's God's wisdom. That knowledge is him saying, hey, I don't think you need to do this. I don't think you need to. Um, you sometimes I don't think you need to uh, go to that that particular club. I know there's a party going on. I know there's a place you want to be at. You want to be in the in crowd, but I don't think you want to go there tonight. And all of a sudden you hear in the news that that club had got shot up. And all of a sudden, you would have thought if I had just went to that club, I probably would have got hit by it. That means that God is also protecting you. But it also starts with the mind. You have to make a decision in your mind. Say, you know what, Lord, I am going to lean on you. I'm going to um, relax in your presence, glory in your presence. I want you to be my GPS for today. I'm not going to move unless you tell me to move. I'm not going to speak unless you tell me to speak. And that's what happens when it gets into your mind. Try your best to cast down those negative thoughts. And those are like the ways to heal when it comes when 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 we are in this healing season. Anybody want to um Chime in on mindsets. Well, we already kind of talked about that a little I bit. Say, uh, one, one quick thing. You know, uh, um, a lot of times we pray that, Lord, save my kids. Lord, uh, um, remove this from me. Cleanse me. Don't ask God to cleanse you if you're not going to allow him to clean out everything. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we tell God, Lord, I need you to cleanse me. I need you to Wash me, and he's trying to remove everything. And and I want to go back to uh, uh, Sister Harris when she had said AA. 
you know, a lot of them that reverse back, they they hold on to, they may quit drinking for a little bit, but then they, they, they hold on to something. Well, uh, I'm not smoking no more, but uh, I'm just drinking. I went from drinking hard alcohol, now I'm just drinking a little wine. You know, I, I can't take the wine from me. I need that. The doctor said I need that. You know, sometimes we, we hold on to a little, th- the things that, uh, that, uh, um, that we don't need to hold on to. God said, you know, and God trying to clean us out. We hold on to those friends that God wants you to get rid of. We hold on to the conversations that God wants you to stop talking about. We hold on to those people that God trying to, he trying to heal you. He trying to, trying to help you get, become better. But we hold on to things that, uh, uh, um, that we shouldn't be holding on to. And, and, and we keep continue to ask God, well, Lord, I need help in this area. I need help in that area. But we won't allow God to work like he should. And, and, and so it's, like you said, it's in the mind. You have to be fully committed. But again, fully committed to, to, in order to receive healing. You have to be fully committed to in order to uh, receive healing. So, uh, um, so you got to be in your mind. You got to be fully willing to allow God to do what he has to do. It may not be your way, like we said earlier, but we got to be fully committed, you know, in, in letting God do what he has to do. And, and, and the reason why it's, uh, uh, healing in the mind, even in a natural, you look at, you know, uh, uh, when a baby begins to walk, that baby has to first think that he could do it. Or a person that been paralyzed, first they got to get their mindset right that they can begin to walk. First, they, 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 whenever somebody been in a car wreck, they learn how to walk all over again. The first thing they do is they work with the mind, not with the legs. They work with the mind. They get a mind to say, you can, you can make these steps. You can do it. You can do it. The same thing with, with whenever God is doing the healing. You got to allow God to do what he's going to do. Not you step in and help God. So when God tell you to cut off some people, when God say put the, cut off uh, social media, when God say cut off the TV, when God say, uh, 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 get rid of, you know, things. Well, you need to, even, even uh, I had some things in my closet that I had, uh, someone had gave me as a gift. God told me, you know, these are gifts. God said, go get rid of, I want you to go get rid of everything that person gave you and throw it away. This is a stronghold over you. Get rid of everything. Don't get, and I was going to give it as a, uh, take it to church and give it. God said, don't take it to nobody. Throw that thing in the trash. And, and we have to be obedient. Obedient to God. When he tells you to do something, fully obedient. Fully obedient. Uh, uh, when God tells you to do it. So um, whenever, you, whenever you want to be healed, you know, you got to get your, get your mind made up. Lord, whatever it takes. Sometimes we, we ask God, Lord, save my kids. Save, uh, save this person. They go to jail, and you're the first one to go back. How do you know that wasn't God's process? Did God tell you to go get them out? You know, or you you running there? I don't have rent money. Well, maybe God wants them to be homeless. Maybe they need to hit rock bottom. But we're the first one when they call us. So we need to be prayerful in all the things that we do, and everything. We pray that people be saved. We pray that they be healed. But we keep stopping God's hand. You keep running over there, you know, they, 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 they keep going to jail, they keep getting in trouble, and we keep running and bailing them out. Maybe whenever they go to jail or whenever they sit, 
that's where they're gonna be healed at. Whenever they they, they sit in that in that uh, cell alone and, and they can finally stop moving and hear God. So we gotta allow God to work. And I'm I'm that's that's all I'm saying for tonight. <laughs> uh, any anybody else somebody else to say something? All righty, anybody? Um, I just want to add uh, real quick, Mr. Derek, this is a really good one with the mindset. I was thinking about two different people that got healed in the Bible. First, I was listening to Pastor Wilde's prayer, and he started praying earlier, and he was saying to help us in our unbelief. And, you know, still I have to pray that too today, you know, because, you know, some things that we struggle with in our beliefs. God help us in our unbelief. And two people in the Bible, I thought about the lame man who was lame for, I think, 34 years. Don't quote me on that. But, you know, the lame man and whenever the angels came to the water and they troubled the waters and people who wanted to be healed, they went to the water to be healed. And here he just sat at the water and he wasn't able to go and, and get his healing. And I remember in, in that, whenever Jesus had came to him and he told him, he said, do you want to be made whole? And, and, he, and it was excuses given. Well, every time people come at the water, you know, like he didn't have a chance. It was excuses. And God had, Jesus had to let him know, do you want to be healed? And, you know, so it's in the mind. We have to, um, and, and God began to tell him to pick up his bed and walk and be healed. And sometimes, um, and I thought about him as far as he needed that extra push because of his mindset wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Even though you all, his mind was probably there, but you, you know, the, the, the Bible talks about how the mind is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so what times that we got to have a strong mindset in order to, to make our, to make ourselves cooperate with what God is saying for us to do. And, it, and then I thought somebody else who had needed a healing was the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. She struggled with this and her mindset was totally different from the man who, from the layman. And how she decided, you know what, whatever it takes, I need to get to God. You know what, um, as the crowds was pushing in and how she was on the ground and she thought, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. In other words, she had a mindset that I want to be healed. And we have to have the mindset to know that we want this thing. And we got to ask God if if we're struggling with it, to God help us. In our unbelief, help me to, to recognize that I'm able to be healed. Help me to recognize that 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 uh, that you you given me this healing, and help me to accept it. And you know, with that with that lame man, he had excuses, but it, I like it because it made me look at the two in the scenarios and realize that even wherever we are in our life, wherever you are, some people are probably stronger in their faith, some people are probably not. And I believe here with this lame man, all these years where he was at, sometimes you can go through something for so many years, you just give up. You've been going through it or your children have been going through something for so long, sometimes you just think there's no more hope. They got, you know, sometimes people think they're going to always be like this. Or, you know, we think they're not going to change. And we sometimes give up. And I believe that that's the mindset that this lame man had. And where the is one with the issue of blood, even though that was years, hers was not as long as his. And where she still had hope. So wherever we are, I believe that God meets us there. And that's, you know, the grace of God. Because if, if it wasn't for his grace, that lame man would have still been lame. But because of, he recognized that this man's mind was not where it, it was not in the right place. This man, he had given up. So uh, because of my grace, I'm going to go and I'm going to encourage him. I'm going to push him. 
And I believe that that's what we have to do as well, that, you know what, everybody's probably not where, you know, some people's higher and some people's not, but we encourage each other. And, you know, I was thanking God because I had spoke to somebody earlier and I was kind of talking with them and, and letting them know where I was at. And they was able to minister encouragement to me, even in my faith and said, you know what, well, don't give up. And, and, you know, and I accepted that. I thought, you know what, that was almost like a, a, a me getting reloaded again, thinking I'm not going to give up on this thing. And so we got to realize that how he had prayed, God help us in our unbelief and, and, and allow me to accept the healing. And I like how he, how he was saying that we got to, whenever we ask God for something, we got to fully allow God to do it, fully allow him and say, we, we can't think, well, I'm going to hold on to this one. I'll let you have that one. And I'm, I'm going to keep this. But no, whenever God give directions, we just got to obey that thing. He told the man to get up and walk. And the woman who just reached out by faith and said, I'm just going to touch the him and I'm going to be made whole. We just got to believe in what God say, even in our thoughts and, and, and mentality. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? If uh, not, Father, we just thank you. The time that we have fellowshiped around your word, that we had great dialogue, Lord God. We are in a healing season, Lord God. Let us stay focused on you. Let us stay focused on your word. Your word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added onto us, what it says in Matthew 6 and 33. So we rely on that word that when we seek you first, Lord God, you will add all these things to us, Lord God. So I pray for total healing, Lord God, in the, the mindset, total healing in our your physical bodies, Lord God. Total healing in our mentality, Lord God. And as we keep focusing on you and you keep on blessing us and keep guiding us on a day-to-day -day basis, Lord God, we will give you praise, we will give you honor, and we will give you glory. And I ask it all in Jesus' name I pray, amen. I'm going to give it back into the hands of uh, Pastor Harris. Hey, you got an idea for a podcast? Guess what? We have the solution. Acre FM. It is very easy to use. All you have to do is download the app, get started recording, and put yourself out there. 